you sitting there, you at home, you ain't doing shit, scratching your genitals, scratching your ass, smelling your underarm, smelling your own breath, let me hear just for a few seconds, right? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. The creation tools allow you to, you know, record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. You can use that same hand you scratch your ass with to go to Anchor and record. It'll distribute your podcast for you to a plethora of DSPs. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What are you waiting for? Go. Right now. Get off the couch. Go to Anchor. Create a podcast. The world wants to hear what you have to say. Subversion. The undermining of the power and authority of an established system or institution. A process by which the values and principles of a system in place are contradicted or reversed. In an attempt to transform the established social order and its structures of power, authority, the hierarchy, and social norms, subversion can be described as an attack on the public morale and the will to resist intervention are the products of combined political and social or class loyalties which are usually attached to national symbols following penetration in parallel with forced disintegration of political and social institutions of the state these loyalties may be detached and transferred to the political or the ideological cause of the aggressor. The first duty of a revolutionary is to get away with it, Abby Hoffman. Perhaps the most important thing that I learned was about democracy, that democracy is not our government, our constitution, our legal structure. Too often they are the enemies of democracy. Howard Zinn. Subversion. Is it still happening? So we're going to find out. Drill Pill Podcast. Let's do it. What's going on, man? Put a little sleep. 
Trill Field Podcast. And don't mind me. I just had a couple of nicely um, prepared drinks from myself of Crown Royal Karma. Now, this is not a sponsorship of any sort, but if you haven't went and gone out and went to the liquor store and grabbed you a bottle of that Crown Royal Karma, please do so you can feel as delightful and thankful and grateful for life as I am right about now. <laughs> now, subversion. This is one of them topics where I just was watching YouTube, man, and looking up politics and political histories of countries and you know, just got, and somehow I ended up on t- um, political tactics. And I ran across subversion, and I ran across this guy, he used to be a KGB journalist, and we'll get into him later on. But I just ran into the idea of subversion, and I found it so interesting that I decided to make a pot about it, man. What this shit is about. You know, I can do what I want over here. It, it, it's, 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 it's looking good over here. That's what I can say. Um, this is my 10th episode. I made nine previous ones. If you haven't taken the time out to go listen to them, I advise you to stop this one and do that. You ain't got to, but you know how they, you know what they be saying. So, But go listen to the rest of them. They're on Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public. And um, I think it's on Amazon Podcast. I'm trying to get it everywhere. I'm trying to get it to Apple. I'm trying to get it to everywhere. But, you know, he's just starting out. So, shout out to my um, 89 listeners. Shout out to y'all. You know, shout out to y'all. Y'all motherfuckers listen, man. Y'all came to the spot seeing what's up. You know, whether you were the first time or last time. Whatever. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. Patreon is going up. I got a few donations that total. About twenty dollars. You know what I'm saying? We we ain't doing too we ain't doing too much. Yeah, I ain't one of them capping ass niggas that just Get over here and just say, yeah, man, we're doing 100,000. We're doing the big. Look, man, we starting out. And this shit started out as simply an idea in my mind. And anybody that has an idea in their mind that can put it, <clears throat> that can make it tangible, you know, you're on to something. That's the base of every idea. And, you know, getting it out of your head and making it something tangible. So, but, you know, shout out to y'all, man. I fuck with y'all, you know. I also know this is not one of your most conventional, you know, podcasts. And <laughs> we ain't talking about no gossip and, you know, no spicy shit. We just talking about real shit. I come on here to question norms. You know, all these things that we're supposed to um, just accept, you know. All these things that we're just supposed to, you know, go along with, you know what I'm saying? And also, some of the things that we might not know about. Sometimes things just come along. I had a whole nother topic for this episode, but I'm gonna push those to the side, and I just hopped on this one because it was so interesting and it's on my mind. So I don't want to forget it, you know. Um, so hope you enjoy the episode. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episodes. And also, I like to take this time out to shout out um, everybody that's. Um, going through something and um, dealing with rough times and these times are uncertain globally 
and personally they can be a little bit uncertain. I just want to send a shout out to you because you may need it. Wanna let you know that somebody loves you. Somebody fucks with you, and that somebody is me. As long as you ain't no hater, I, f- I, I, I fuck with you. Don't matter what you are. Don't matter who you are, what you are doing. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. You fuck with me, I fuck with you. We're all human beings, man. And unfortunately, uh, sometimes we become subjective to uh, the uh, teeth of life. And we end up getting into the motherfucking cycle. We just are getting chewed the fuck up by life. Life just chew your fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like the auto pay hits you when you don't need it to hit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might be down to your last eighty dollars and then boom, here come Netflix, that's twelve. Boom, here come Spotify, that's ten. Boom, here come this, boom, here come that for you know it. You at lunch, you hungry, you looked up at your account. And you got goddamn me twelve, fifteen dollars in that bitch, man. And it's Tuesday, so you try to figure out how you gonna make it. You know, that's the type of nigga I am. I say that shit because I done been there before. You know, anybody that try to act, to act like they had never been there before, fuck you. Straight up. Now, this is for the real people. It's for the trail people. Black, white, brown. Purple, green, blue in the face. This is for us. This is for real people that like to think. This is not for you simple minded motherfuckers that don't like to expand your mind. This is not for you if you're just looking for surface level shit, gossip shit. We're not talking about no Birkin bags over here. We ain't talking about no motherfucking me. Who did what? Who lost the fight? Who got the fight? Who hit a nigga with a two-piece and a biscuit? I'm not talking about who stole a trailer from Billy's lawn, you know what I'm saying, in somewhere in Kansas and Oklahoma or wherever. You know what I'm saying? I have, uh, you know, I was made aware that I have more than black people listening to my podcast, and that's what I want. I don't want, this ain't just a black podcast. This is a people podcast. This is the people's podcast. People who like to think. You know. My podcast has been growing. You know. Um, It's been growing pretty good. A lot faster than I thought it was. I still have to find some ways out to um, market and shit like that. Those those things I'm learning on the go. You know what I'm saying. But I'm just having fun, man. I'm just having fun pressing the record button and talking my shit, man. And, and, and it gives me something else to put my mind on. And anybody that's going through a rough time, looking kind of muddy your way, I suggest you find something to put your time to. You know, something productive to put your time to. Don't go and just fuck off time. Time is so precious. Time and knowledge might be the only currency that has any value going forward. So why would you want to waste that on nothing? You know? So with that being said, um, subversion. Gave you a description. I'm going to read the definition again. In case you didn't get it. In case you didn't catch it. In case you were just so overwhelmed by the trill tunes of a UGK instrumental. I got something for you, you know. The undermining of the power and authority in an established system or an institution. <clears throat> Subversion is used as a tool to achieve political goals because it generally carries less risk, cost, and difficulty as opposed to open belligerency. Furthermore, it is a relatively cheap form of warfare that does not require large amounts of training. A subversive 
is something or someone carrying the potential for some degree of subversion. In this context, a subversive is sometimes called a traitor with respect to and usually by the government in power. For example, if you're needing some examples, if you like, if you're sitting there like, what the fuck are you talking about? Edward Joseph Snowden, born June 21st, 1983. He's an American whistleblower who copied and leaked highly classified information from the National Security Agency. In 2013, when he was employed at the CIA and while he was a subcontractor, his disclosure revealed numerous global surveillance programs, many run by the NSA and the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance, with the cooperation of telecommunication companies and European governments, and prompted a cultural discussion about national security individual privacy you know so that's somewhat a uh, an example right it's an example of subversion um, Ed man Edward Snowden man he you know they, they call him whistleblowers you know and it could be good or bad, you know. In this case, my opinion, I think it was good because without that, we wouldn't be having discussions about our, our privacy of what we do with our devices, our phone, our uh, intellectual properties, our shit, everything. The shit that I really like was um, you gotta go see them see the movie. Snowden. It's a whole movie about the whole shit. Tell you the whole goddamn story. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> the feds is watching. <laughs> Basically, it's what he blew the whistle. You know, when that was 2013 was definitely a peak in internet use. I think it's grown and grown more, but motherfuckers were just wilding out. And 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 motherfuckers didn't understand the true game that was being played with their lives through their phones. They was making TVs with cameras and you know just a bunch of shit. That's you know me over me personally. I have an Amazon Echo over here. They probably listen to this podcast or whatever, and that's cool. I hope they give me some more subscribers or some shit like that. But whatever you think they you know, it just erases that question: Are they watching us? Fucking right they are. You know. You'll watch what your money's doing too. That's all this is, right? The data that we use for all these apps is used to generate adver- uh, advertisements, which is, you know, paywall somewhere, you know, in between there. And it's used to get us to persuade to go buy shit. That's why if you look up something on your Google search, you get on your Facebook right after, it's right there. Right there, you know. Um, so to find info about something, just ask. Nope. You can say something like, "How long?" It- nope, I didn't ask for that. See, I didn't even touch my phone. It's already tripping out. They watching. <laughs> they listening. But need to hear no there, right? Um. Subversive activity is anyone lending aid, comfort, or moral support to individuals, groups, or uh, organizations that uh, they advocate the overthrow of the government by force and violence is subversive, right? And is engaged in subversive activity. All willful acts that are intended to be detrimental to the best interests of the government and that do not fall into its categories of treason, sedition, sabotage, espionage, will be placed in a category of subversive activity. 
subversive political action, a planned series of activities designed to accomplish political objectives by influencing, dominating, or displacing individuals or groups who are so placed as to affect the decisions and actions of another fucking government. Now, think about that, right? We took here talking about all these foreign countries having an effect on our election. Election day is next week. Um, so, that's what's pretty much going on around the world. See, I don't think the wars are meant to be fought physical, uh, as, or better yet, as physical as they were in the past. A lot of these wars are going to be cyber, you know, cyber wars, you know, head games, playing back and forth with each other, fucking governments and shit. This shit is some sick shit, you know, but it is an evolved form, right? Subversion is not a new term. Subversion been around for a long time, which is something that I'll go over, right, later on in this podcast. Let me continue. Um, a destructive, aggressive activity aimed to destroy the country, nation, or geographical area of your enemy by demoralizing the cultural values and changing the population's perception of reality. You know, Roger. Queer defines subversion as a term that could be lumped together under the modern warfare, under the name of modern warfare, as being interlocking systems of actions, political, uh, the economical, psychological, and military that aims at the overthrow of an established authority in the country. Now this can obviously go good or bad, right? Um, it's a rebellion, you know. It's basically getting in somebody's head to go fuck up some, you know what I'm saying? I, excuse me, I'm real saucy right now, so don't don't mind uh <laughs> anyway, look. The other factors Right, establishing front groups, okay, penetrating and manipulating existing political parties, infiltrating the armed forces, the police, and other institutions of the state, as well as important non-government organizations, generating civil unrest through demonstrations, strikes, boycotts. while not being specifically falling into these categories. Subversion may also be useful to subversive dissidents. Additionally, many tools may overlap <clears throat> into other groups of tools as well. As an example, subversives may infiltrate an organization for cultural subversion more so than for control. Civil unrest may be used to provoke the government into a violent response. Which brings me to the guy that I ran into on YouTube. Right. He had a, uh, something like a TED Talk. This shit was back like 1985. He had a television interview and a lecture about subversion. His name is Yuri Alexandrovich Bezmenov. He was born in 1939 in the Soviet Union. He was a KGB press and propaganda agent, um, RIA Novosti journalist. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Later, defector, informant, 
and anti-communist author. The accusations of Soviet infiltration of and active measures, i.e. subversion, against American society. Um, on August 19th, 2020, Beznamov's 1984 interview discussing active measures was used in the worldwide teaser reveal of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. In addition to its use in the worldwide reveal on August 26, 2020. Throughout 1960s, Besmanov served the KGB primarily in India, where he spread Soviet propaganda and disinformation to the Western world. He eventually defected to the West in 1970 and settled in Canada, where he lectured and wrote about the KGB's techniques for subverting the West. In 1985, he was featured in a television interview, which is still available on YouTube. During the interview, Besmanov explains the KGB's activities are less about espionage in the classic James Bond sense, which is only about 15% of that, and more concerned with the ideological subversion, which is about 85%, which is used to secretly undermine the American government through psychological warfare. Key to this program, okay, follow me, key to this program is to change the perception of reality using subliminal brainwashing techniques over an extended period of time. Um, people act on their perceptions of reality, right? Regardless on whether it's correct or whether it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, fallacious. Come on now. I done dipped into my T.I. dictionary, you know. Uh, whether they are real or not, don't matter. Um, that's just what they believe and they don't stand on it. We see a huge version of that right in our faces with politics. Especially during the seasons where we have the, uh, where it's the presidential uh, e e elections are up this year. It's up. Um, we see people ignoring the facts about presidents, vice presidents, regardless, either side, the fucking donkey or the elephant. Regardless on what side that you on, it's a reason why you choose to believe what you choose to believe, right? And so many people that want to push for change, and I'm all for change. I'm all for everything we talking about, but I don't think people are really putting putting something, putting a substance behind it. They're just saying the word. They're, oh, we need this to be change. This to be change. But you're voting people in <clears throat> that don't change shit. Um, so nothing changes if nothing changes. Um, they're not so much concerned with the facts as they are in perspectives and self-interest. By controlling the perceptions of people, they become more prone to make erroneous conclusions, thereby simplifying the manipulation of the masses. The objective of the KGB program, according to Yuri Alexandrovich Bezmanov, <clears throat> therefore is to program people into dismissing true facts as fallacious even in spite of the obvious they showing you the shit in your face but telling you that's not what the fuck you see and they tell you that over and over and over and over and over and over and over 
and over and over. Sorry. Got my Marshawn Lynch shit. And over and over and over. God damn it. They telling you it's not what you're seeing. But you see the shit every fucking day. They're telling you, oh, it's not a great amount of, um, you know, people being killed by the police. But we see the shit. And if it's not, then why are you showing us this shit every fucking day? Over and over again. And it's not much change. We just see it now. Those are the ones that we can see. <clears throat> but no ch- but but no real change has happened. You know, you got some people who they they just the government they, they just buys them off. Oh, we're sorry for killing whoever. Here's four million dollars and we're gonna write a law that says the the police have to knock on your door. <laughs> and people are like, Oh, we got change, oh people. Especially in this society, man. A lot of y'all is full of shit, man. And <clears throat> I say that because sometimes I know I'm full of shit too. Some people are just full of shit. I think everybody has some type of level of full of shitness in them. But about this whole idea of whatever the fuck is going on at this moment, some of y'all is full of shit, man. That's why I don't choose to, you know, I don't label myself as an activist or anything because you're going to be on the island by yourself right I support but I support from afar I don't want to join any organizations I don't want to join anybody's group I want to be able to think about all these things that are going on for myself, by myself, with myself, so I can get my own idea about what the fuck is going on. <clears throat> Some of you are so quick to feel like you need to be with people. Um, you need to be around people. You just need the camaraderie. You know, you just need, you just need, 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 need. And you join these groups, whether they be Proud Boys or um, Black Lives Matter or whatever groups, organizations, Antifa, Me Too, whatever the fuck. It's a bunch of shit. It's a gang of shit. Go out there and look at it. It's a gang of shit all across the world. It's amazing. But you choose these groups, but you go to these groups not bringing something, not, not bringing thought to the group you you just join these groups and you make your posts in all capitals because we know we have to know that you're mad about this shit yeah man i'm fucking mad i'm posting this shit with all capitals look at this shit and you don't realize that you're doing exactly what they want you to do when you keep posting the killing of people you become desensitized to it after you see it and you watch it over and over again. At the same time, these are the things that have us hooked, especially in the Western world. We love violence. We love movies that have to do with violence, blowing up shit, tearing shit up. We love violent sports, football, hockey, boxing. Mixed martial arts. To more of the Eastern world, it, it may be rugby, but you know, violent sports, sports where you have to crash yourself into another human being. We like that shit. So it works uh, against us. <clears throat> and it's a weird, dark cycle that we end up being a part of when we do these things, you know. And at first, I didn't notice it until I took a step back. A lot of these things happening in my life just made me take steps back and re-examine every fucking piece of my life from the top to bottom. You know, I'm 30 years old now, you know. Um, so I have to 
sit down and think about certain things because shit, man, it's a lot. The people who don't think about these things are the ones who constantly get chewed up by whatever the fuck is going on. They end up being so outraged and <clears throat> just go on on YouTube and these riots happening, these lootings happening, these shootings happening. Um, people are pissed off and they're mad and they have every fucking right to be. Especially of people who have felt like the government hasn't really done anything to protect us or has lied to us our whole lives and we're just tired of putting up with that shit. But at the same time, we have to be careful because they lure us to sleep with these fucking elections, right? All of them, not just a presidential, all of them to a certain extent. They pander to us as black people, you know, or whatever your race is. Everybody, everybody gets pandered to. White people get pandered to. Hispanics get pandered to. Blacks get pandered to. You know, Native Americans get pandered to. Everybody gets pandered to. Everybody's like, hey, this is what we're going to do for you. This, 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 that, and the other. You know? And it goes on from there, but it's just a. It's interesting, man. It's so interesting. It's so interesting. And I'm really shocked that this is not more of a topic, but maybe they don't want it to be. People will start thinking more. And God, if people start thinking more, their whole spot blew up. That's why they love to sleep with all this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, they love us to sleep with these devices in our hands. They put us to sleep with them. Oh, they're cool. They're shiny. We're going to say the same shit, but it got one extra camera on it. So it's a thousand goddamn dollars. We're going to say some shit that it's the same phone, right? It's the same shit. It's going to be composed of the shit that we took away from the phone 10 years ago. And now it's back like it's brand new. So we just repurposed some shit, flipped it. Y'all buying it. It don't matter. Here's a go. Throw the shit. If it don't work, we get another one. Go to the store. Spend some more money. Get it fixed. <laughs> so with that being said going to get into the four steps that Yuri identified as ways to persuade and transform thinking and behavior of a population. Number one, demoralization. This is a process which can take about 15 to 20 years to transform a generation. During this stage, the moral fiber and integrity of the country is put into question, thereby creating doubt in the minds of the people. To do so, the manipulation of the media and academia is required to influence young people. As the younger generation embraces new values such as Marxism, Leninism. The older generation slowly loses control simply through attrition. Again, true facts no longer matter during this stage, but rather creating perceptions are of paramount importance. A bunch of big league words to basically tell you, we're going to tell you some bullshit and you're going to believe it. <laughs> That's why I feel like it's so important to take steps back and just look at this shit. It's so much deeper than what they show us. And now that we have the ability to go and really dig and see how deep the shit is, man, why wouldn't you want to do that? I'm not telling you to vote. I'm not telling you not to vote. I'm just telling you, why wouldn't you want to get a thorough breakdown of some of this shit that you going out there championing? 
some of this shit that you're going out there flying flags, making signs, get to the core of the shit before you attach yourself to it. My pops told me long ago, why wouldn't you want to know about the shit you're about to join? If I know I'm about to play football, right? When I decided to play football, I was 12 years old. I, at that time, I didn't know shit about football besides my brother played it, and I enjoyed it. So you know, well, watch him play. Some of my friends played, but I didn't start till I was about 12. I was a baseball kid, so I knew everything about baseball. My favorite baseball player was Frank Thomas. You know what I'm saying? I used to cry to play just like him, but football was different. So I took to the people who played it. I, I started gaining knowledge from my brother, my father, people who played sports, watched sports, um, people who could not only just, you know, break down the surface level, but the deeper, the schemes, the, um, the, 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 the moving chessboard that is football, you know, break that down, you know. But I couldn't just jump in there without knowing what it's about, you know. And to be honest, I don't think I would have done as good as I had if I didn't have that knowledge. If my brother wasn't with me breaking down gaps. But this is the A gap. But this is the B gap. But this is this. But this is that. If you see this, do this. If you see this, do that. But if you see this, move here. Watch the tendencies. Watch the feet. If they heavy on the feet, they run. If they light on their feet, they pass. Or some type of, you know, zone blocking scheme. Or, you know, this a lot of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I didn't understand my responsibilities on the field, then I wouldn't become <laughs> a decent player. You know, I didn't have the luxury of being six foot something. And long arm wingspan, I was a shorter guy. When I got to high school, I was 5'8", 250. I didn't have the luxury of being long-armed and all that shit. I had to know the game. I had to know my tendencies. I had to know what the fuck I can do. I had to be smarter than the guy in front of me. That was my game. My game, personally, was a lot less physical and more mental. If I know more than you... And I can break you the fuck down physically. You know? So, take that approach. Um, You know, I'm not saying whether to join these groups or not. But all I'm saying is just do your research, man. Do your research. Don't just join this shit just because everybody else joined this shit. And it look cool and you got t-shirts and you done went and bought, you done went and bought all the black t-shirts at the goddamn bazaar. You done went and bought all the black t-shirts had a big T and the South Dallas Bazaar and Bruton Bazaar. You done went and bought all the big, you know, the black t-shirts out of tops and bottoms. And you're making t-shirts and, you know, you're doing this, you march. I have no problem with doing that. You know, my feet were on the same ground as them people. Went to a couple of them. Had to. The experience. You know, had to. Have to go and see what it's like. But before I went out there, I made it mandatory for me to understand by me going out there, how far am I going with this? So that's why I made the decision, you know what? I'm going to support. I'm going to go out there. But I'm not going to get too heavy in it because like every organization, it can be hijacked knowing that, that this is a very um, highly charged um, tense time like, motherfuckers is tense man I watched a video that motherfucker about to go fight if you say if you go out to let me see if you go out to somewhere you know and just say Trump can kiss my kiss the tip of my dick, or uh, you go out there and say Biden can suck balls <laughs> like that. 
it would be people that would literally try to put them hands on you. You know what I'm saying? That's how tense it is. It's so much of a back and forth. It's so much of a mental violence. It's just fucking people all the way up. That's why when this election shit happen, I'm going to be in my house with something to smoke on. With something to drink on. Watching this shit like the Super Bowl. I'm not going to, because best believe it's going down. Now, I, I got bullets and blades. If it ever get too serious. I don't think it will, but you never know. So, let's think about these reasons and your strategy. Of, you know, what are these programs? What do they really mean? What do they really stand for? Or is everything that you fighting for on Facebook and social media just a curtain? And you're helping them build the curtain to hide some shit that's going on behind the scenes that's fucking despicable. Bezmanov claims after this stage of demoralization is completed. No. Destabilization is completed. They don't need the rest of this shit. They don't need true facts. They just need shit. They just need to create multiple bullshit-ass perceptions. They don't even need the other shit. Okay? Number two, I kind of jumped the gun a little bit because I'm getting excited over here. This shit is making my brain work. You know what I'm saying? Now, destabilization. It's number two. The purpose of this step is to change the status quo. Particularly the country's economy, foreign relations, and defense systems. The intent is to create a massive government permeating society and becoming intrusive in the lives of its citizens. This can take from two to five years to perform. Again, with the active support of academia, i.e. schools, teachers. <laughs> Pushing the youth in this direction. Here, entitlements and benefits are promised to the populace to encourage their support. Basically, they are bribing people to accept their programs. Besmanov claims after this stage is completed, the naive college professors are no longer needed. And since they will undoubtedly protest government policies when they discover the truth, they will be disposed of quickly. And then during the interview, he cites these examples of uh, destabilization stage Occurring in Grenada, Bangladesh, um, Nicaragua, and Afghanistan. Number three. Crisis. This is a major step lasting up to six weeks and involves a revolutionary change of power. This is where the and cataclysmic events upsets and divides the country, thereby creating panic among the citizens. Recent examples include 2011 upheavals in the Middle East, most notably Egypt and Libya. To Americans, symptoms would include circumventing the Constitution and altering the checks and balances of government, and possibly martial Law. Not Marshall Falk. Not Thurgood Marshall. Not Marshall Mathers. Marshall Law. If you don't know what that is, Marshall Law involves the temporary substitution of military authority for civilian rule and is usually invoked in time of war, rebellion, or natural disaster. And here's an abstract for you. 
when martial law is in effect, the military commander of an area or country has unlimited authority to make and enforce the fucking laws. But you weren't about a motherfucking mean breaking bad. You weren't about who don't put their meat on this. You know what I'm saying? Who don't put their meat on media takeout? You know what I'm saying? You worried about shade room shit. And this is what got this is what they got this is what they got us into. Big boy games being played and you playing still. Not opening up your mind, notice the shit. Now, it's not much that we can do, but besides step back and realize what the fuck is going on. Some people don't have that ability. They kind of stuck in a loop. They believe what they see, and that's it. We've gotten so piss poor to the point of not wanting to look and take a deep dive in these situations and organizations and shit that's happening. We just, whenever they show us on my phone, it must be true, right? Whatever they show us on TV, it must be true, right? It just must be true. Like, it just has to be. They wouldn't get on here and do this and do that and do... Man, bullshit. My brother. My sister. This shit has been in play. Longer than most of us have even been a fucking live. Hmm. Number four. Normalization. The final stage is where the populace finally begins to assimilate communism. This can take up to two decades to complete. Right. Besmanov claimed the first step demoralization was completed well before his 1985 interview. In fact, the Russians were surprised how easily it had been performed. One, um, one clear uh, indicator of moral decay of the country is the, the, the uh, decline of the organized religion, which historically has been a beacon for morality, but now it is in retreat. He also thought, step two was nearing completion in 1985. But I think he underestimated the rise and popularity of Ronald Reagan as president, which led to the end of the Cold War with the Soviet Union in 1991 and the shift to the war on terror following 9-11. Nonetheless, many will argue America is now realizing Besmanov's scenario in 2012, particularly as November elections loom ahead. This means the third step is in the offing which has a lot of people frightened for America's future. Now, a little bit. Rest in peace, Yuri Alexandrovich, Besmanov. But putting us on game, that's what he did. Whether he liked it or not, he put us on game. You know? He told us, what the fuck's going on out here? You know? And he's a part of it. So he jumped out of it and, you know, but <laughs> he knows the tactics. He, he he knew the tactics, right? And whether you agree with him or not, these are some things that you should definitely take in to measure. Now, you're going out there to the polls or talking about voting to your friends. and Y'all need to break this shit down all the fucking way, right? That's all. Now, Yuri... Besnamov died in 1993, never realizing his prophecy, and hopefully it will never come to, uh, uh, never come to, um, it will never come to a head, man. Hopefully that it won't, that it never come into uh, fruition, and that we will remain a free and democratic republic. Bound to the U.S. Constitution. However, as Besmanov reminds us, communism requires simple patience and the perseverance to alter the perceptions of the people. 
the only way to thwart is to practice due diligence and not let it go unchallenged. Think about what you're doing before you're doing it. Break this shit down. Make sure what you think you're fighting for, you're really fighting for that. Don't just take bullshit. Don't accept it. A lot of these things, if I already came into play, this was the interview was in 1985 when this man was talking about this shit. Huh? You think that doesn't have a certain amount of play in today, especially in America, in, in our government, the division in our country? You know, you're like, it's, it's fucking crazy, man. It ain't never been like this. Never been like this. And, but this shit's on a whole different scale, though, partner. This shit is in a whole another ball game. It's the big boys league. This is how this is how they play. This is how they play these games. We gonna you know, we gonna infiltrate your whole government, your whole country, and fuck that shit up from the inside. You know, food poisoning. It's poisoning. You know, digest the shit. And it kills you from the inside. Leaves no trace. You won't know where it's coming from. You won't know who's doing it. You just happen to be. <laughs> so, as you're going out to the polls, man. As you um, are and if you are an activist of some sort. <clears throat> I commend you for standing up for what you believe in. Regardless of what you believe in. Even if it's some bullshit. I commend you for it. It takes a lot of nuts to you have to drop and go out and fight for shit. But make sure the fight that you're fighting is the same fight that your organization is fighting. And don't just take that shit for granted just because they said it is and they gave you four free t-shirts with a, you know what I'm saying, with some buttons and some stickers and some bumper stickers and shit. No, man. Don't let them bribe you out of your fucking thought process. Don't let them bribe you out of what you believe in and what you really stand for. Don't let them bribe you and leave you brain dead. It's Trill Pill Podcast. Hope you enjoyed the topic. God bless you. Good night, good morning, good evening, wherever you are, whenever you listen to this. And much love from me to you. Shout out to everybody and everywhere where you from. I'm Khalil Sneed. This is the Trill Pill Podcast on that ass for the 2 oh and a 2 one. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm out of here, man. Y'all have a good night, good morning, whatever. We'll talk. Give me feedback. Let me know what you think about this shit. Let me know am I just talking shit? Or is they on or something? Just because you don't fight nobody watching you. I don't mean they ain't watching you. Nothing changed. Hey. At some point, you have to question that shit. You cannot go through. You know, you know, you you cannot take life for granted, right? You cannot go through life hoping and wishing. At some point, you're gonna have to get some concrete and build a foundation of what you fuck you or what the fuck you believe in and what you think. You're gonna have to realize, like, okay, this is this is who I am, right? And realize the bullshit. Get your bullshit radar up. Y'all got your radar up for fake shoes, fake Birkins, and fake. Get your radar up for fake bullshit. Alright? Or propaganda. That's being fed to the masses by our two political parties. Even though it's more than two. Unfortunately, those are the only two that matter in this country. And you got to realize, why is it like that? It ain't just them two on the fucking ballot. It's two other parties on the ballot. But why are they not having debates? 
live on CNN, Fox, and YouTube, and ask yourself that question. Think about what we talked about today. Subversion, the four steps. If you ain't EA, run it back. Listen to it again. Think about it. Just really hone in. Sit your ass down and think about it. And get back to me. And we'll chop it up. Trill Pill Podcast. Much love. Keep it trill.